Welcome back to Tim Talk, the podcast at the DC Anime Universe, co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And uh, today we're doing our first ever mini-sode. So yes. it's, it's not an f- official numbered podcast. We're not talking about the DCAU. Because uh, we were too lazy to spend 40 <laughs> minutes watching a cartoon. <laughs> um, we... I we, was we, too lazy to spend 40 minutes watching a cartoon, so I pitched a mini-sode. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to um, do a, a quick recap of all the, the comic movies this last year, uh, and then we're going to talk about the movies that are coming out next year that we're most excited about. So, like, I know we would often do this at the end of our crossovers, but we finally had, we found, found, we had so much to talk about with The Last Jedi, we didn't get a chance to do it. So now just Cameron and I are going to do it on our own. Yes. Uh, so, Fuck those guys. <laughs> Those bastards. So, Cameron, why don't you go ahead and start? Give me your rankings, uh, one through, I guess for you, 11. For me, it's going to be 10 okay. of the comic book movies, and then I'll do mine that, okay. uh, that were this year. Uh, so, for 27, we have a few that we're adding in. Beyond uh, our crossover. Are, you, are yeah. you adding in uh, Last Jedi? Yeah. Okay. I just don't have Captain Underpants. I never saw it. Okay. And well, spoilers, Captain Underpants is yeah. on my list. Also, I mean, spoiler for me, too. There's no way in hell anything other than Justice League was going to be at the bottom of this list. Oh, I forgot to put Justice League on this list. It's really easy. You just write it in on the That's bottom. That's what I was doing right now. <laughs> um, so my list, uh, for me, number are we doing top to bottom or bottom to top? Um, top bottom for this one. Yeah, top bottom. Uh, for me, Ragnarok was number one for me. Okay. I think it, it was everything I wanted in a, in a Thor movie, especially. Uh, we did have a lot of comments about our uh, in the podcast about things we disliked about it, but overall, I still love the movie. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, number two. Okay. Uh, amazing. Lego Batman, number three, because, I mean... <laughs> Gotta stay on brand. We have to. Yeah. Um, let's see. Logan, number four. Um, Wonder Woman 5, we'll put Last Jedi, Guardians, mm, you're going to be mad at me, Power Rangers, Kingsman, Captain Underpants, Justice League. I mean, Is that can, all of them? No, yeah, that's all of them. Yeah. That's a pretty damn good list, actually. Like, my, mine's different, but the most important thing is we both hated Justice League. Yeah. Um, wait, Honestly, why, it hurt to put Captain Underpants so low. Wait, why do you think I was going to be mad at you for putting... For putting Power Rangers above Kingsman? Well, hang on. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Our list might be a little closer than I thought. A, a little bit, yeah. So um, I also so I use this app called To Do Movies. I don't think I've mentioned it to you before. They are a sponsor this week. They are a sponsor <laughs> this week, yeah. And so what it does is every time I, I have a list of movies to watch, a list of movies I've watched, and for all those that I've watched, I can go through and give it a star rating. Oh, okay. And so my rule is I give it a star rating immediately. So just my first oh, impression right is coming out of right out of the like, Interesting. as soon as I mark it as watched, I give it a star rating right then. I don't like sit. I would give everything a five star then because I'm so susceptible to post movie like bliss. Would you have given everything a five star? I mean, Justice League would have gotten like a three and a half. What about The Last Jedi? Oh, that's true. Also probably three and a half. Wow, you would rank those equally? <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. Yeah, so I I went back through and I I had what I thought was my list and then I consulted my star rating and I realized I had to move it around a little bit because that's actually a pretty good indication of my first impressions coming out. Okay. Uh, so for me, number one was Lego Batman. Good, interesting. Yeah. Uh, number Sam brand, but yeah, got a Sam brand. Number two is Wonder Woman. Okay. Which I think my opinion of it has diminished in time because. I really hate the third act, mm-hmm. but to be fair, I did see it twice in theaters, and the most of it that I really love. And also, side tangent on this: uh, our friend Jonathan, who's been on the podcast before, he went with me to go see the Last Jedi, and uh, he got me to say a natural like "yas." I can't even say Fuck it now. Fuck that! Don't I even. Try. I can't even say it now. But he's like, "Chris, I'm going to get you to say it." 
and he's like, think about when Wonder Woman steps out onto like no the man's battlefield, land. and it just like, it just slipped out, and I realized that he gave me like my happy place, <laughs> my memory from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> no, like from Hook. You gotta think of a happy thought. I mean, also from Happy Gilmore. Gotta go to your happy oh, place. Oh, gotta go to your happy pipe. place. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, no, that's sorry. not an obscure one. <laughs> no, I, that's a very okay, typical fine. reference. You're, you're right. It's my happy thought. He gave me my happy thought that allows me to say that. I can't even say it now because it'll just don't. sound so unnatural coming out of my, it just. Please don't. I yeah. hate it. But he, he got me to say it. So I, I had to acknowledge that Wonder Woman can do that for me. Okay. If even if it's just the one scene. Uh, that's number two. Three was Spider-Man. Okay. It's a good romp. It's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Four was Thor. Because mm-hmm. I think. Because that foursome, they're Thorsome. Thorsome, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Had a little slip there. For, for Thorsome. Um, number five was Power Rangers. <gasps> oh, I'm so... Did you see Power Rangers? Did we watch it together? We did, did not, because I watched it by myself. I saw it twice, though. Oh, I was so proud of you. Because I saw it... Who did I see it with the... F- did I see it? I'm trying to remember who I saw it with the first time. But I know I saw it with Jeb, I think, the second time. Okay. Yeah. But I, I really like that movie. It's I, so entertaining. I, really like the movie. I, re- I still really hope I we get a sequel really, to it. I know. I hope it gets <laughs> enough money for a sequel. I think it may have just. I hope so. Because I think it actually, it got... Because it, it did really well internationally, right? It did, it did decently internationally, but not as well in China or Japan as they were hoping for. Oh, okay. And I think, I'm, I'm going to look this up as we're talking, but I thought it did decently... Critic, I mean, I'm mistaken on the critical part of that. I, um, I think you might be mistaken that as well. <laughs> I probably am. But I mean, I'm I, Rotten, I, if I remember correctly, Rotten Tomatoes was like a low 40s. I don't know. Their website is being a dickhole right now. and It's, it's off my internet. It's No, it's like, but it's scrolling down the page as I'm trying to type. Oh. Um, oh, 44%. Okay, oh, never. That's close. Never mind. But like 66% audience. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is probably not the best place to go. Mm-hmm. Here, you look at the Metacritic score for it while I get back to my <laughs> list here. Um, but no, I, I quite like Power Rangers. And then for number before six is Kingsman 2 for me. Okay. Which I think that's one I to go back and rewatch. I've been really wanting to go back and rewatch. I just haven't. Uh, and then seven is Guardians 2, eight is Logan. Nine is last Jedi. Interesting. Then I, and then of course ten. I forgot how much you didn't like Logan. I, I think again that's another one I need to go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. Objectively speaking, from a filmmaking perspective, I can say that it is quite possibly actually the best movie on this list. Um, Metascore is also forty four. Forty four. Okay. It just it didn't quite resonate with me, and I think the reason. Um, it's down there with The Last Jedi towards the bottom and kind of the same thing with Justice League without going into super specific detail. It's just that for me, those movies weren't able to deliver on things that I wanted from those characters in movies. Like I never really got the Wolverine that I wanted and so I couldn't appreciate Logan. For similar reasons, I had issues with The Last Jedi. Again, I won't go into details why. And mm-hmm. then of course, Justice League just fucks up everything. Right. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, overall pretty decent. The only two that got four stars for me were Lego Batman and Wonder Woman. Um, everything else was three, except for Justice League, which is one. <laughs> there are literally two movies on the nap that I've ranked one star. The other one is called The Void, and I watched it at work, and it's just really terrible, super low-budget, like, gory horror film that admittedly has some really impressive practical horror effects, but it just has one of the most asinine plots and endings I've ever seen in a film, ever. Those are the two. 
They got one stars. Interesting. There was. <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad. Sorry for my my quick tangent. There was a movie I learned how, about. How dare today. you have a tangent? I right? know, it's right? Only me that can do tangents. Uh, I'm trying to find the name of it. You, I'll you might know. Out. Yeah, uh, you might know the name of the movie. Mm. Uh, but it was completely written by a computer. Oh. And it stars Thomas Middleditch. I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking about. It came about. out last year, and I want to say it's called Sunspring? Mm. That sounds right. I don't know. Uh, yes, a computer-generated screenplay. Uh, so they had a computer analyze just like hundreds of thousands of sci-fi and fantasy stories mm-hmm. and then churn out its own script and the actors read it word for word. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's horrible. Oh, as you'd expect. Uh, but I'm so fascinated by it. Have like, you watched it? No, I just learned about it this morning. Oh. Um, you should watch it. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Apparently it has like decent practice or like decent effects in it. Hmm. I mean, yeah, the the nice thing about doing a movie like that that's deliberately self-aware is you can like kind of have like obvious effects. I don't know what I'm saying. Um <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, a pretty a, a okay year overall. Yeah. If I were to go through and pinpoint a a thing that made me appreciate these movies, like the things that I've looked back on that make me like them, they are all scenes that work really well with music. Yeah. Like, I, I think this was a good year for scores. Yeah, but it's not even just scores. I mean, excluding Lego Batman, but it's like I mean the Wonder Woman scene when she's out across the. I I like the electric cello. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't, but I do. But it's like that works for me. Not so much Spider Man, but then like Thor with the use of immigrant song, Power Rangers with the use of the Power Rangers theme. Hell yeah! It shouldn't work, but my god, does it fucking work? Kingsman two, kind of the same thing. Like for me, it all boils down to that end fight done to Saturday Night's All Right for a Fight. Mm-hmm. Fucking incredible. Even Guardians two, like the opening scene. Um, oh yeah, Mr. Blue Sky and see like those and are all Baby like Groot. yeah like er and then I have like a couple other movies I like this year that we can mention too but like it was always a a musical moment not to say a musical but like a music moment in a movie that made me go back and like oh yeah that's what I loved about it mm-hmm. I don't know did you plot a trend amongst your your films uh nope all right <laughs> <laughs> you planned a lot more for this than I did <laughs> I mean I I have more free time than you do uh, uh that's, that doesn't mean anything right now. <laughs> So, did you have any other, like, best of the years, though, other movies that are non-comic booky that you uh, really loved? For me, there were two that, that really stood out for me this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I'm going to say they're my number two. There's still a lot that I want to see. Like, yeah, uh, tons of stuff that I haven't seen uh, yet. We're, we're recording this right before the Christmas boom. And so there's, like, six movies in that that I want to see. Oh, yeah, there's tons. Um, but uh, I probably, I'm sure I've mentioned this a bunch of times on the podcast already. Baby Driver, I think, is my number one movie of the year. Yep. Uh, and then um, uh, The Big Sick is very high up. Uh, and that, I've said it before. It's my, fa- it's my new favorite rom-com. Uh, love Kumel. Love the story. Uh, did you, have you ever met Emily? She used to be a nerd at Meltdown all the time. No, I, I probably mentioned this here. I nearly ran into them at Comic-Con, but I crossed the street one block too early, and then <laughs> I, I, I looked across, and they were walking, and I would have intercepted them, and I was really sad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily is just a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were doing their, uh, when it was Jonah and Kamel doing their Meltdown show, yeah. uh, she would always be there and introduce them, and then she would just kind of stand on the side and kind of talk to people. Because uh, you know, as an audience member, you should talk during your husband's act. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, she's allowed to do it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Anyone. And she's just like the sweetest person ever. And she was so, I, I had a couple conversations with her. That's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. No, they seem both like really amazing mm-hmm. people. It's funny you mentioned those two because literally the first two I have on there are the big sick and baby driver. Yeah. Which both got four stars for me. Um, I also have John Wick 2 on there. Right. Yeah. Which is fucking great. Um, I think there's a couple of really small films like Freak Show and Princess Sid that I really liked. But in terms of major releases, I might have to give it to Baby Driver as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also have Atomic Blonde on there, which I feel like i got to go back and rewatch again and see if I like it as Oh, it's great. I time. think I saw it three times. Okay, yeah. And it's it's always great. Like yeah. it, it, it continues to blow me away. Also, Blade Runner 2049, I also really mm-hmm. enjoy. But yeah, I think if I were, I would probably be with you on that too. I think Baby Driver would take number one for me. Yeah. Um, Do you see Lady Bird? No, I haven't seen Lady Bird. I haven't seen Coco. Oh, right. I, I haven't seen Coco. The Shape of Water. I haven't seen no. The Great Yudas Showman. No, neither have um, I. Those are all... I don't even mention... Oh, I didn't even have on there Call Me By Your Name, which I really loved. Uh, I was going to bring that one up next. Yeah. Um, the movie, I'm, I think it comes out at the end of this year, and it might come out by the time this podcast comes out. Uh, but Molly's Game oh, is, is yeah. might be my most anticipated film for the se- for this season. It does look really good. That and Greatest Showman are are what I'm yeah. most excited to see. No, I agree with you Star on Wars. on Molly's Game. Like uh, Sorkin's an incredible writer. I'm really interested to see what he can do as a director. Mm-hmm. That's a great cast too. I love it's an amazing cast. Yeah. yeah, and Big Driss. Oh God, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Uh, is do you? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it because since you're usually the critical one. Yeah. What uh, besides Justice League? <laughs> uh, besides any of the movies we've already mentioned. What has been your least favorite, or what has been your worst movie of 2017? Uh, God, I didn't, I mean, I can do a quick look at that app again and tell you what else I was thoroughly disappointed by. Um, okay. Oh, I really, really disliked The Killing of a Sacred Deer. I haven't even heard of that one. Um, what's, what's the director's name? It's uh, Yorgos Lathmos, I want to say... Yeah, Yorgos Lathamos. He he did the lobster a couple years ago. Oh, I love lobster. I love the lobster because it's like really quirky and darkly funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the Killing of a Sacred Deer was his follow up, also starring Colin Farrell. It had Nicole Kidman in it. Um, it had uh, what's the sister from Stranger Things? What's her? Is she? In, oh, you're talking about the the other movie. The Killing uh, of Sacred Deer. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know her actress name yeah. or her character name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, I know. I can't believe I'm blanking on that. But yes, <laughs> uh, she's in it, and it just it it. I found it incredibly inaccessible. Like it's it's weird. It's meant to be deliberately weird, and there are times when I it's funny and I liked it, but for me, if I can't, I was like struggling to stay awake through the whole thing. It was that's when I was really disappointed by and also really disliked. Because I love the lobster and I was really excited for that to be good. But I think that that would probably take the spot of like biggest letdown. Those are the ones that I hated, obviously, like fucking The Fate of the Furious. How dare you? Yeah. That's a superhero movie. Even even though I'll give that, it's still better than the last one, though. But yeah, I think <laughs> if, I mean, Justice League, I, I despise on so many levels. But yeah, probably The Killing of Sacred Deer. Okay. Um, I... It came out very early this year, and I wasn't sure if, it was, if I watched it in December or January, but it was definitely January. I've brought this up to you how much I absolutely fucking hated it. I've never seen hordes of people leave the theater mid-movie before, uh, and it was Silence, the Andrew Garfield. 
oh. Liam Neeson and Adam Driver movie about the oh um, um, it's um Scorsese yes and that's, that's why I went right. to see it oh and yeah. it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life yeah I've not heard good things about it no I it was it's a almost three and a half hour movie mm-hmm. that I went to the ten o'clock showing oh, for no. Uh, did you make it all the way through? I did. Did you stay awake all the way through? I did. Wow. Uh, it's all that Catholic guilt. <laughs> uh, for the people who don't remember this this movie, it's about um, Imperial Japan exiling and, and, and killing off all of the Catholic and Christian priests that are coming in. The missionaries. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so Liam Neeson plays a Jesuit priest uh, traveling, a Jesuit missionary traveling to Japan to spread the word of God. He's captured, and Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver are his disciple, not disciples, his uh, other priests in his church go and try and save him. Hmm. Um, and the the thing that makes that movie so, one of the things that makes it so unbearable is, and I'm sure this was uh, intended because of the, the name of the movie, Silence, there is no music track through the entire movie it oh, is it's okay. actually just silence yeah that can work um not in this setting i imagine that setting. no uh the movie that comes to mind on that one is no country for old men oh that's right which that's a movie where you don't realize after the fact it doesn't have a score all the way through but that actually kind of works in its favor but no like i i don't blame you on that one like i i've actually not seen as many scorsese movies as i should have mm-hmm. but i did see the wolf of wall street and i really enjoyed it for about two thirds, <laughs> and I'm like, this is where it should end naturally, and then it went on for another forty five fucking minutes, mm-hmm. and that's when I went, okay, so now Scorsese's reached a point in his career where no one bothers to tell him how to edit. Yeah, someone should do that. Well, apparently, even with that movie, that was cut down by like an hour, which is insane. Yeah, it was. I think it's exactly three hours and one minute because they said you couldn't make a movie over three hours, and that was his like fuck you, because you know Hollywood is very petty. God, I mean, I, I mean, I also get it. I mean, the thing is, if you have a three-hour movie, you can, you know, you have fewer screenings in a day. You're bringing in less revenue. It's part of the reason Justice League was cut down to like under two hours. Right. Like, that was basically just them in crisis recovery mode. But yeah, like that's a movie where I would definitely have gone back and rewatched that if it hadn't been an hour too long. I I, I saw it twice in theaters. Oh. Um, it, it once with because I was in college, once with college friends, and mm-hmm. then when I was back home, uh, once with the family because the family really wanted to see it. That seems like, a, at times, an interesting movie to sit and watch with your family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried to tell them to watch something else, but there really wasn't else out at that time. Oh, no. Uh, but it was fine. Um, but yeah, Silence, uh, I, I do not wish that movie upon anyone. Give it a hard pass. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, well then, shall we go into uh, what we're looking forward to next year? In, yes. In 2018? Looking forward to the future. The hope of... 2018. So we're we're gonna do this uh, in the classic style of the James Bonding rating system because we don't do anything original. We don't do anything original, though. In our ripoff podcast of the Weekly Planet, we're gonna use James Bonding's <laughs> ranking system. And are we are we the American version of? Oh, Weekly I Planet? I would never ever <laughs> like rate ourselves that highly <laughs> i mean I, I was going for like the american skins versus the uk skins i, I think I, I mean it would be generous to call us the american top gear to their <laughs> british top gear like that that is that is uh, an insult to american <laughs> top gear frankly 
But so I'm going to list the the 12 movies, and then we're going to go back and forth. Uh, well, let's, let's let that set in for a second. There are 12 superhero films yeah, coming are, out next year. Uh, well, okay. Well, uh, let's be okay. There are 10 superhero comic book movies coming out. We've added in two that kind of fall into purview of stuff we've generally talked about. Yes. So, but at a minimum, 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. So the movies we're talking about in release order are Black Panther, Ready Player One, which we've included just because we are both huge fans of the books. Mm-hmm. The book, singular. Singular. Potentially books in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and except for that movie, New Mutants, Infinity War, Solo, the Han Solo movie, because we did the last Is that Jedi. really coming out in summer? Yeah, it's coming out in May. Wow. Which is crazy. That's weird. Yeah, a lot to talk about on that. Uh, Deadpool 2, Incredibles 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Venom. Dark Phoenix, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, right? I think is the yes. full title. And then Aquaman. So is we'll, that also the name of the video game that came out a few years ago? That sounds Sorry. right. Or maybe maybe that's the name I'm stealing. But so we're going to start from the bottom at number 12. We're going to go back and forth and list our number. And then as soon as we've both set a movie, we'll talk about what we think about it uh, going in Shadows to the year. something. Oh, Shadows. But I had a poster for it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I never played that. Was it any... Uh, also never played it. Okay. Got a poster from Comic-Con. Okay. It was very pretty. I've heard the, the new Spider-Man game is really good, actually. Oh, the one that's not out yet? Is it not out yet? I don't think so. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Maybe I'll consider... It looks very good. With, it looks uh, really good. With uh, Mr. Negative. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, it looks pretty good. Maybe I'll consider picking that up at some point. Yeah. Um, but Cameron, why don't you start us off? What is your number 12 on the uh, list of movies? I, I, I assume our number 12 is going to be the same because it's mm-hmm. a genre that both of us are not big fans of, uh, New Mutants. Yep. That yes. is also my number 12. Yeah, I I am not si- excited about it. I mean, one, I'm not a horror guy. That being Neither said, I'm trying to watch more horror films because I know there's some really great ones out there, and mm-hmm. I've watched a few of late that I've enjoyed. I'm not excited about it because, yet again, I just want a goddamn X-Men movie where they get to be superheroes. I would have even settled for, actually would have been excited to see, a X-Men movie about students at that school. Yes. I would have loved to have seen that. But we're not getting that. It's a whole bunch of Why young, would we? young mutants trapped inside of some sort of psych ward. And like, I mean, the poster is even like what I think it was the original Nightmare on Elm Street is like the the face emerging from the wall. I think so. Like, I don't. It, what, what I don't understand is obviously this movie was deep into production by the time Spider-Man Homecoming had come out. But we have a movie that shows like a John Hughes style superhero film works. Yeah. And... Like, that's all we need out of X-Men. I know. Have the mutants in detention, and that's it. That, that, that's a movie I would watch. Just that yeah. simple of a plot. No, I, I agree. And I get what they're doing here. They're, they're really committing to a genre and trying to make it feel distinct. And to be fair, I get why they're doing that. They had success with Deadpool. They had success with Logan. So I get where they're coming from. I'm just not interested in this. Do you... We didn't, we didn't talk about this when we talked about the Fox merger uh, buyout. Sorry. Um, yeah. With Marvel's push for more online content, mm-hmm. do you think they're going to make an X-Men Netflix series? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think that property is too big for television in two senses. One, in terms of just visually, that'd be very expensive to do. Like, those aren't... I mean, I imagine even, like, Daredevil is pretty expensive to well, make. Well, I mean, they did an Inhumans show. Look how that went for them. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I think... You know, even something like Daredevil is expensive to make, and that doesn't have a lot of like a really effects-heavy characters. I think the X Men be hard to do on a television budget, even if it's a big television budget. And also, that property is so big that that is, I mean, that is guaranteed box office right there. I That's mean, true. Even Apocalypse, which is not good, did decently well for what it was because it was X Men. Mm-hmm. Like X Men was the X Men and Spider Man, like with the two Marvel properties, 
that got spun out. But there are so many mutants that you don't even have. You can use, like, the fucking D-list. Yeah. Give me... Wasn't there supposed to be a Squirrel Girl movie with Anna Kendrick or TV she series? She wanted to do it, but now they're doing a new Warriors TV show um, with the girl who does all the... AT&T? Oh, okay. I, I did hear about that. Yeah, I forget, I forget her name. Uh, Melania Feintraub? I don't know. I think so. She's really funny. Um, um, but, like, there's so many mutants that you can I know. split them and just have, like... Honestly, I just I, I think I'm so passionate about this because I just want another X-Men evolution. I know. Oh, it's so like, good. They see every... I don't want to say every, but I am going through the, the list in my head, and I can't think of one that's failed. Every X-Men TV series has done well. Even Logan and the X-Men, which was a which, which was a Wolverine folk, Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, which <clears throat> would just put everyone in the back seat. Uh, still did amazing. Even the fucking uh, Wolverine anime that came out in Japan in 2009-ish, oh, yeah. 2010-ish, uh, did great. Like, it's... Yes, I understand their box office value, and they're going to make a lot out of that. But you can you can have the students that have like simpler powers in a TV series well, that's just a high school show. Did were you asking in live action or animated? Because Disney has a history of just doing animated shows to correspond to their films. Like they've had, I think, two Guardians cartoons. They've mm-hmm. had an Ant Man cartoon. Like we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more X Men cartoons. Uh, I, I was focusing on live action. Okay, live action. We might end up getting something, but I think part of it too is that they're, um, you know, the the cinematic universe, the MCU, although it includes technically, like the, the Marvel Netflix stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's their film division, their television division. They've talked numerous times about the fact that they're completely separate creatively and that there's basically never going to be any spillover between the two of them. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, so I, I mean, they might end up doing some sort of X-Men TV show, but I think they would be... Challenge to do it kind of like the way with Gifted right now, too. They had to come up with an excuse. I haven't watched it, but I've heard for why the X Men and the Brotherhood aren't there. Even if they were to do a like set in the whatever new MCU will also include the X Men, even if they were to do a TV show live action, they would have to ride around the fact that you wouldn't ever be able to see the proper X Men because they could never get those characters into the TV show as yeah. well. But maybe we might. I I would love to see yeah like a, a high school teen drama mm-hmm. with mutant powers. Which maybe that's kind of put what it on the CW. I don't know. Just put on put on the CW. They can do. Yeah. I mean that's what they're doing with uh, Runaways right now, and that's fine. Has it gotten any better? <laughs> I haven't watched this week's episode. Okay. Uh, still have not run away though. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they will eventually. <laughs> um, I'm sure this can be the last episode, which is, I know it's gonna be so frustrating. The whole first season, a big setup. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what's gonna be. Oh God, I maybe I'll watch it. I've heard good things, but it's it's very okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that's maybe the best we can hope for sometimes. Yeah. Uh, looking back to New Mutants, not excited. No. Or not not really excited. Man. If it if it gets, if it if it does well, that'd be great. If it does well, and if it's um like actually very like critically praised. I may consider going. I don't know. We haven't talked yet with I'll, I'll, I'll with our, our cohorts about what yeah. we're going to do in terms of movies next that, year. That's the whole reason I saw Get Out was I hate horror movies, yeah. but this was such a crit. I, I mean, I still to watch that. I, I, I still, I kind of doubt New Mutants is going to land at ninety nine percent. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, maybe maybe somewhere like the seventies, eighties. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. So um, it depends on what's going on that weekend. Yeah, right. Nothing happening. Uh, what when's that coming out? I have the all the release dates listed. Oh, it's like April ish. Uh, yeah, April 13th. Yeah, that's so, good. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, number 11. Yeah, what's your number 11? Uh, Phoenix. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number 11 is Venom. Okay, my 10 is Venom. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you're, okay, so we're going to talk Venom. Venom. All right. I don't care. Uh, I only just want, I just want to see Tom Hardy. That's true. I, I do, miss, I I do look, I do love Tom Hardy. Um, there must be something going on here to get, like, Michelle Williams is making this movie. Mm-hmm. She's in it. She's, like, the female lead. She has never just, like, done something really for the paycheck. I have a hard time believing she would do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Ruben Fleischer's directing who he did Zombieland. Okay. But he also then did um, Gangster Squad, which was not particularly good. I don't think I ever saw that one. That was like Sean Pedd was Mickey Cohen and Josh Brolin and um, Ryan Gosling were in it. Emma Stone was in it. It was one of the numerous movies the two have done together. It doesn't matter. No. Look, and I don't know anything about it. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's in space or if it's on Earth or how he becomes Venom, what version it is. I don't know. Maybe if it looks good, I'll consider seeing it. Otherwise, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're still going in blind right now because there's yeah. been no information out. And I've basically just been ignoring it because I don't mm-hmm. really care. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's at the bottom of my list because like, I, I just really don't have any feelings towards it right now. No. Nope. I, I am curious how uh, our two more Spider-Man eccentric uh, friends are hmm. how other Chris and um, and the gang yeah feel about the movie, but right now you're right, yeah right now for us it's right just meow. kind of right meow it's just kind of whatever it's if it's whatever. good it's good yeah if it's good I'll be excited yeah if it's not good I I'll probably still see it who cares yeah um, mine ten is Dark Phoenix okay so I, again they they have steered me kind of wrong at this point from it's been a continuous downward spiral since. First Class, which I think might be my favorite. No, it is my favorite X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. I like Days of Future Past, but it has some issues. I didn't really care for X-Men Apocalypse. I did not like Apocalypse. I'm, I'm not more... I'm, I don't feel better knowing that Simon Kinberg is directing this as well. I mean, he was a writer on First Class, mm-hmm. but that also had Matthew Vaughn as a director. Um, and, you know, he was one of the writers on... The first time they did the Dark Phoenix back in the day with The Last Stand. And even though the photos make it seem like it's a little more in line with the comic book, I'm just, I'm just. We're, this is going to be another one, another one of those situations where uh, the trailer is going to have to give away everything in order to get people to see the movie. And it's going to be yeah. another Ragnarok situation where like we already have a bad taste in our mouth, not just from Apocalypse, but from them doing the storyline 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, that they're going to have to fight to get people in theaters. Yeah. It will be interesting to see if they, this is basically the first time a comic arc is being readapted for a film. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that because, you know, we're always talking about like, you know, the death of Superman was handled so poorly. I would love to see that done properly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it might be an interesting test, but also like we've talked about this before, this all might be moot. The reality is this is probably the last X-Men movie set in this continuity. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. Time for a change anyway. Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart left at the perfect time. Yeah. Oh, but that does mean we won't get any more McAvoy and Fassbender. Oh, that is sad. I love them both so much. Maybe they'll make an indie movie together. Maybe. Paul too. No, not Paul. Frank. <laughs> well, oh, Frank the was the, the claim. Yeah, the, the, the head. paper mache head. Yeah. yeah. Paul was the alien movie with Seth so, Rogen. No, that was... No. Uh, well, yeah, Seth Rogen was the alien, but it was Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah. It was the non-Cornetto Cornetto film. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your number nine? Uh, Ant-Man Wasp. Okay. All right. Uh, my number nine is, uh, Solo. Okay. That's my eight. Okay. Let's talk about Solo. Okay. I can't believe it's coming out in the summer. Yeah. I, 
I think at this point it's too late to delay it yet again. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about this movie. Um, I'm not particularly excited about it. I think the idea from the, the start was bad. The only thing that got me excited about it was Chris Miller and Phil Lord. And they backed out. And I get why they're not... I get why that would conflict with what's like Kathleen Kennedy and Disney wanted to do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But now to me, this 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 feels like it could be another Justice League. That it's just got muddled down to the point of being very generic. I don't think Ron Howard's made a great film in a while. I liked Rush. But, Loved Rush, yeah. Yeah. But that was... Uh, like three years ago, two or three years ago? I want to say 2012. Might have even been that long ago, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just... I'm not, and look, I liked Alden Ehrenreich in um, Hail Caesar in a movie that I otherwise did not really care for. Yep. But I'm just not, it's got a good cast. I, yeah, I. It's got Lawrence Kasdan back writing again, but I mean, I'm just not, I don't know. I know, it's, I I really don't have anything to say about it. I think, speaking, going back to what we said about um, Phoenix. Uh, for both of us, Last Jedi kind of left a bad taste in our mouth. Not a bad taste, just an unusual taste, and we can't identify it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm in this weird phase where I'm not really excited for a Star Wars thing right now. No. Except, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've seen this already, at uh, at the Disney parks, both land and world, they're opening a kind of VR experience. Oh, we need to go do that. Yes, it opens on the 3rd. We so we're going to talk about that off air. Book tickets for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I checked the other day. It's still very open. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Oh, I don't have a Disney pass anymore. God damn it. I mean, you can still go to downtown Disney. Yeah, that's true. We'll probably go with Shane. He doesn't have a Disney pass. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. We'll, um, we'll just leave you behind so you can go to Disneyland without us. That's fine. Mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Star Wars is... I, I, I feel like a weird Star Wars fan right now. Yeah, me too. Where I'm just not really excited for anything. Yeah. So I, I do want to watch Rebels. I still haven't watched Rebels. Rebels yet. is great. Like mm-hmm. I've I think they're on like a like a holiday break right now. That's fine. It's been amazing. Actually. I'm I'm really excited for it to come back around. Like I keep checking it, being like checking the Disney XD app, like, come on, new episodes, not yet. Damn it. It's been amazing. I definitely recommend checking it out. There's still good Star Wars. Yes. Just like there's still good Batman out there, even if it's not the most mainstream version. Right. And even then I'm not gonna say that the Left Jedi was bad. It just wasn't what we thought it was gonna be. Right. So but you guys are here, you probably actually have already heard all about that. Doesn't fucking matter. Um, my number eight is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Okay, that's my seven. Okay. So I guess we're, <laughs> we're talking about Spider-Man. That's then. fine. Um, look, I, I, I think it'll be, it looks gorgeous. We kind of just talked about this the other day. Um, looks gorgeous. Excited for Miles Morales. Excited for multiple versions of Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and mental role. Haven't seen anything like it before. Right. I'm I intrigued. think that's what I'm most excited for is it's new. Yeah. It's uh, I've brought up a handful of times already. Uh, superhero films need another layer on top of it, um, or I would like a superhero film with more layers on top of it. Uh, animation is a layer. It is no. I mean that's that's a thing. It's it's mm-hmm. a different. I mean that's part of what made Lego Batman feel distinct, right? You can do different things in animation. It's just gonna give it a whole different yeah. feel. And also, I've been so disappointed. Again, I said this last week. I've been so disappointed with how DC's been handling their their animated films recently. Yeah. I always said DC had a better hand in animation. They did. They did. Um, back in the days of Teen Titans and Young Justice and Brave and the Bold, they did. Uh, right now, Marvel is quickly sweeping that title away from them. Yeah. Uh, with Ultimate Spider-Man and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Avengers Assemble. 
Uh, and with this one, I think this might be them taking the, the, the torch from them. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think the only truly theatrically released DC animated film was Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. And nothing will ever best that. That's true. Since it's the best Batman film ever made. <laughs> um, okay, so your number seven was Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. My number seven is Aquaman. Okay. This is when I... That's my A6. Okay. So, so we're, I'm just one I think we're just like one... Yeah. <laughs> just um, one. <laughs> this is when it... Like with Spider-Man and Aquaman, that's that's my jump. We mentioned before the podcast that like there's a big gap between... a huge between gap. Like, very excited. super excited to don't see. Don't give a shit we'll, about. We'll, we'll maybe there's see. There's a few in the middle that I'm like kind of... And I think Aquaman's... Was I Aquaman? Yes. Yeah, Aquaman's there for me as well. I'm, I This is my jump to like I'm pumped for Aquaman. Okay. I mean, I... I am cautiously optimistic. I the reason I say that is I expect the writing to be shit, but I expect to be entertained. Wait, but who's who's writing it though? I don't know. After Justice League, like I, I mentioned this when we talked Justice League, the reason I put it in that good bad movie is just because the dialogue is so easy oh, to make fun of. It's, it's it's just so wooden. It's like yeah. Oh god, it's like chewing through stale licorice. Is it? Yeah. Have you ever tried to truth your stale licorice? It's like, I've just never heard that saying before. I just made it up right now. It's fucking horrible. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> Talk about bad writing. I was going to say, you just <laughs> aged yourself like 40 years. It's like trying to chew through a word. There's original that I keep in my bag. Well, Morris, it's because you don't have your darn dentures in. <laughs> um, oh, who... Okay. So, story by James Wan, story by Jeff Johns, uh, script by Will Beal. Yeah. Uh, no, screenplay. Did I say screenplay or story? Doesn't story. Um, screenplay by Will Beal. He he did do Gangster Squad, which is not <laughs> not the best indication. But I think I feel like he did some other stuff. Gangster Squad. I oh, you know what? No, he doesn't. I, I will bring up this point. I've I've always been a oh, Jeff Johns fan, and I've always been on the Jeff Johns bandwagon. <laughs> And when they said he was going to come in to save the DC movies, I was very excited. But he, he has hasn't. not proven himself yet. Because like, they brought him in to try and be the Feige. Yeah. And either Warner Brothers is still too powerful to, like, to listen to him, or he's just not pitching loud enough. I think it's a bit of that. I mean, at some point we're going to do one of these minisodes on Justice League because there's a lot to talk about in terms of like the different iterations that are out there and some like, some of the the drama. Mm-hmm. But one of the stories that came out real quickly was basically that um, the heads of Warner Brothers insisted Justice League get made because if it didn't get released this year, it would have been released potentially after the merger with AT&T. And as a result, uh, those guys may not have gotten their bonuses. Yeah. So they forced that movie to come out, even though they actually want... Like, I think it was after BVS, they wanted to get rid of Zack Snyder, but they couldn't because he was already filming Justice League because they came, like, started filming like right after that came out. Um, so they were, I think, basically looking for a reason for him to go out. One tragically came about. They brought in someone else to do it. And they were just like, I don't care if it's a mess. Put it out there anyways. Yeah. So I, there's potential for Jeff Johns to have a bit of an influence. It's hard to say what sort of influence he had on Wonder Woman. Because mm-hmm. that was actually pretty good. Because that was his first movie where he was full time. Yeah, but I think even, but that was still I think filming by the time he was in that role. It's it's all so hard to tell. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like we, we just keep now hoping that one of these will be like the turning point, 
maybe it'll be Aquaman. I'm, I don't know. That's why I'm only cautiously optimistic. Like, I liked Jason Momoa in that movie. I even liked Amber Heard as Mira in the brief bit she had in Justice League. Yeah. It looked good underwater. didn't look ridiculous. I, I do want to clarify a point that I made either on the crossover podcast or on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character I thought was Ocean Master was just like uh, an Atlantean guard. Oh, okay. Who who wears the the same helmet that Ocean Master oh, okay, wears? Yeah. Which is why I got confused. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Ocean Master is me. Patrick Wilson, who I, I like. Uh, yeah. He was Night Owl in Watchmen. Got it. I like. And him. he was the villain in the A Team. Which the, okay, the first two thirds of that movie is an underappreciated gem. It is. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> we is. Talk about that sometime. It's really good. <laughs> the uh, Save another, it for later. Another, another time. This another is time. supposed to be a short one, Chris. <laughs> Too late. Um, okay, so Aquaman. Maybe it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. Um, my number six is Deadpool 2. Okay, that's my five. Okay, well, this is perfectly convenient. Yeah. Um, I like the first one. I imagine at this point that the second one's basically going to get released as is. I Actually, no, I'm sure it will because I don't think Disney will have actually even completed the merger by then. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, so I think we're going to... Um, because when's that coming out? That's coming out actually kind of later than I expected it. It's coming out. Killing time. June 1st. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Is there a holiday around then? Because I, I mean, I loved their no. advertising. No, I mean, 4th of July is a month later. I know, but like, what's an obscure holiday? Well, I mean, there's like Memorial Day is what? Yeah, I guess it's Memorial Day weekend, right? Memorial Day is May 31st. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's, let's say it is. Because um, I, I, I'm sure you remember their advertising, how they... For Valentine's they, Day. Yeah, how they pitched it to be a, a romance amazing. movie. So good. Mm-hmm. That's like one of those things that it would be very hard to actually have like a, a genre spin mid-movie like that. I mean, the 28th is Memorial Day. Um, okay. From Dust Till Dawn kind of pulled that off. But you kind of have to not see the trailers. But yeah, I love their marketing. It, it's it's already been good. Like the Bob Ross teaser, it's so bizarre. It's you know, as long as it's fun, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sure it. it will be. Uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds had a pretty uh, uh, apparently had a pretty big part in the first one. Yeah, he seemed to have a he seems to have another big part in this yeah. one. He seems very excited for it. Yeah, it's um, one of the directors of Deadpool or not Deadpool. This is Deadpool of um, John Wick. Mm-hmm. I think this one's I think it's David Leach is doing this one. I think so. Yeah. Hopeful. Uh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Pop, optimistic. Not much to say about it. Super excited. Um, so, okay. So then, you. oh, my number five. Wait, you just did Deadpool 2 was five for you? Mm-hmm. God, we're so good at this. My number five is Ready Player One. God damn it. <laughs> That's <laughs> your number four. <laughs> Another movie we talked a lot about. I guess we'll try to do this one relatively quickly. It just looks like it's going to be a fun ride, and I really love the source material. Yeah. it. It's. I want this to be the Roger Rabbit of like video games. Yeah. And I think it, it could potentially be. Um, you know, if think in a lot of other people's hands, I'd be skeptical about this, but Spielberg has proven that he can do these sort of like crazy genre movies and they're, you know, great, mm-hmm. or at least they're good. Like they're good versions of them. Um, yeah, for me, I think I'm just super excited about that car chase cause that's not in the, the book. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be just, I insane. want this to be what pixels was supposed to be. Yeah. Right. I mean, we were just talking about Tintin. Like Spielberg knows how to like construct an incredible action sequence, and he knows how to do clever things with the camera that other people would never think to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna be a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was your number four, right? Mm-hmm. So my number four is Ant Man and the Wasp. There we go. Which was really low for you, right? That was like way down. Yeah, number... it was. It was uh, under Solo, and now now that I think about it, I do want to put it above Solo. Yeah. Um, Why'd you put it so low? Shut up. <laughs> shut up for that joke. <laughs> just for that joke. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm. I liked the first Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just. I want it to be fun. I I, th- I I am very curious how since it, it it will be the first movie after Infinity War. That's true. Yeah, so, I was surprised actually that that I forgot that that was coming up next afterwards. Well, because that's what they did after Ultron. Like they, it was a complete one eighty. Well, I meant I forgot that that was coming out so soon. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I kind of forgot what was happening after Infinity War. So it's like, oh nice, Ant Man and the Wasp. Because Infinity War seems so finite that it it's, it's hard it's, to it's, think what's going to happen after. Yeah, and I think that's probably why I put it so low. It's like I have no idea what to expect. No, I don't either. I mean, I there were Edgar Wrighty elements the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's hard to tell if the if this will be better because it's consistent all the way through mm-hmm. uh, rather than having someone leave right at the last minute. But I think Paul Rudd's great. I think he was even better in Civil War than he was oh, in the first one. I think Evangeline Lilly was awesome as Janet Van Dyne. No, no, Hope Van Dyne's. I think she's going to be great in it too. Michelle Pfeiffer's coming in as Janet Van Dyne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. I just want it to be a good ride. And Marvel has proven that... Um, even at their worst, they're not really bad. At least from my perspective, I don't think they've made a bad movie. They've made lesser films. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty hopeful for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, three. Top three. I assume our top three are, are, are similar. I think this is where we, we are on track now. I think mm-hmm. Ant-Man and Wasp was the one that skewed us off. Because yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure we're in the same order now here. Well, our top three are maybe not the same order, but they're all going to be the same now. I think they're the same and probably in the same order. We okay. Guess. Okay. So what's your number three? Black Panther. That is also mine. All right. It looks fun. It looks amazing. It, it's, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. It looks like nothing we've ever seen, particularly in the MCU, but just in general. I mm-hmm. love the cast. It's got Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, uh, Marvel really knows how to redeem their human torches. <laughs> so it's going to be great. I'm super excited. Oh, my God. Just think about it. They have all those property pieces back. Now we can do a full-on multiverse. We can do uh, the Human Torch multiverse. We, yeah. We can have Captain America, both versions of the Human Torch, and Killmonger, provided he doesn't die, which he probably will, all in a movie together. Yes. How amazing will that oh, be? Oh my gosh, that's all I've ever wanted. Okay, look at all that. Think of just all of the banter and abs. Yes. So that's like all I want in life. <laughs> banter and abs. Banter and abs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think we have much to say about this. It <laughs> no, looks amazing. Super excited for it. We'll, we'll talk about it a lot in just a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, this might be where we're different. This mm-hmm. might be. I, What's I just, your two? My number two is The Incredibles 2. Yeah, mine's the other way. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so we'll just go ahead and do the incredible. No, well, let's do, let's do Infinity because okay. that's what we've been talking about for the past three. Yeah. So um, I'm really. What is there to say about Infinity War? To I'm be just, honest, I'm just super fucking excited for it. Waiting like, se- not 17, 15 years almost. The Marvel is like the Ten last years. property, like the the last franchise that I still get excited about. Mm-hmm. Like I even before I saw The Last Jedi, I was excited but not like crazy, crazy excited. I wasn't like buzzing with excitement. Yeah. Um, you know, and at this point now I, I just I have no hope for Batman films. Um actually no, sorry. James Bond. James Bond's the last one that I still because it's still an event film. We only get a few of them every right. few years. Um, but no, I'm just really I just rewatched it. So I listened to the Empire podcast did a special just breaking down the trailer. Oh my gosh. I listened to that. I got me excited to go back and rewatch the trailer, which I did, which then got me excited to go see that movie again. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid rewatching it a lot because I just want to go in as fresh as possible. Yeah. I mean, with uh, with Star Wars, I was on complete info lockdown a month in. Yeah. Same. Uh, so I'm sure 
I'm sure we're going to get one more trailer between now and then. So I'll probably watch that. And once that one comes out, I'll be on lockdown. I think, I think maybe part of the reason I still get excited about this is I don't have a huge, this, this sounds weird. It sounds counterintuitive. I'm about to say, I don't have a huge investment in the characters in the sense that I don't have a, or I don't have huge expectations for the characters, right? Okay. Like, I mean, for me now, like, I love James Bond. I love Star Wars. I love Batman. I've seen so many other iterations of all these characters. I know them so well that I have certain things in mind that I want to see. Um, and sometimes that's delivered. Casino Royale, Batman Begins. Um, for me, in a lot of ways, even The Force Awakens mm-hmm. delivers all these things. And then when they don't, they're really disappointing. And I feel like with Marvel, my love is from the MCU more so than it is from the places. Like I don't read a lot of Marvel comics. I don't really watch like Iron Man cartoons. Like I have a love for the X-Men, which mm-hmm. is part of the reason I'm disappointed. But like my love is from the MCU. So in a lot of ways they can't really let me down too much. Yeah. And it's, I, I'm sure we've mentioned this before. It's the first time anything like this has been done. Yeah. Like a mult, a, a movie franchise that's that's kind of being led almost like a tv series yeah of these interwove interwoven story like they I, I i'm so excited about what these 10 years have been leading up to yeah and it just it just seeing every time they put out a trailer for one of the movies that has all them on screen together it's just hard not to get super fucking excited i know and like you know they now do like three movies a year so i think between films you're like, well, another one's coming along the, the pipeline a little bit, but like, they are still only giving us big event films about every three years, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like the old Star Wars cycle, or, or roughly speaking, the James Bond cycle. So this is why it gets exciting. So like, these are the movies you like get super excited about. Everything else in between is kind of just like satiating you a little bit, right? It's just a tease. Yeah. So a little poke, a little tickle. God. Like, remember, remember Damn. us. Don't forget about us. Yeah. Hey, we're here. Woo-hoo. We're still here. You like this? You like this guy? He's an ant. Yeah. What about this guy? He's a he's a panther. Hey, I'm Chris Hemsworth. I'm poking you. Hey, oh God. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's the finale of finales. Oh did did you see the uh the parody of Thanos where it's it's Mickey's head on top of him? Oh and yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet is Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah, Lucasfilm Studios Pixar, Marvel Studios and Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ba- it's very much true at this point. Yeah. He's going to rule them all. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I am so... Uh, that is Listen number one, because I think that is the movie that I am the most excited for. Now, to be fair, I understand why you have Incredibles 2 listed as your number it's, one. We've waited 10 years for, the, for Infinity War. I've waited 17... No. 2004. 14... 2004? Three. No, four. Uh, Pretty sure more. Monsters Inc. was, was two thousand one. Yeah, Finding Nemo, Incredibles. Yeah, you're right. Um, thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. Yeah. I mean, it will be fourteen. It will be fourteen when something comes out. No, I mean, thirteen <laughs> years, Chris. We, I, my I, definitive favorite superhero film. I think it's the best superhero film ever made. Yes, I, I've noticed that before. Um, yeah, I am. I am incredible. Like, I am so unbelievably excited for that film, but it came down to me like, if there's only, if I can see one movie next year, mm-hmm. it has to be, as much as I'm excited for The Incredibles 2, it has to be Infinity War. 
But don't get me wrong, the margin between those two, that it's one and so two spot, slim. Yeah. is 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 minuscule. It's just like it's like a it's a hair's breadth in between them. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what can we say about Incredibles that that the world doesn't already know? It's we should probably just do that as an episode at some point. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's Brad Bird. <laughs> it'll be our and... longest episode ever. It'll be mostly you <laughs> talking. It's, I mean, it, it's, it, like, like we said, it, it's, it has that John Hughes-esque, I mean, not John Hughes, but it, it has that overlay of it's a family. It's what the X-Men could be. Yeah, it's what the Fantastic Four could be. Like, it's the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Um, it, you know, and again, for me too, there's a lot of very Bondian elements that like, uh, Syndrome's whole island is just like classic, yeah, Ken Adams style Bond lair. <laughs> like even Giacchino's score mm-hmm. is Bondian. I don't, and you probably Ba-da-da. wouldn't know this, but do the original teaser for The Incredibles use the theme from Honor Magic Secret Service? Of course it did. And so you can imagine me as a, came out 2004, so as a, what, 13, 14 year old, seeing an animated superhero film that uses one of my all-time favorite James Bond themes. Yeah. Fucking lost my shit. Mm -hmm. This was a time when Disney's advertising was so good. Yeah. Because I don't remember, I don't think I've brought this up on the podcast, but I don't think I've talked to you about this before. Do you remember the advertising for Lilo and Stitch? No, I don't actually. It was incredible. It's a lot of Elvis? No, actually. The way they, they were kind of trying to make Stitch the new kind of face of Disney. Oh, uh, They okay. would show famous scenes from the Renaissance films and oh, overlay yeah. Stitch on. So there'd be um, the magic carpet ride scene. Yeah. And as they're flying the sky, Stitch rolls up in his, spa- in his spaceship and grabs Jasmine from Aladdin. Oh, and I drives yes, off. Yes, you're right. Off. Yeah. And I think he messes up like the, the dinner party from Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. I want to say. Oh, I forgot about that. That uh, is genius. The Lion King, he he replaces Simba oh, and they, right. they voice oh him God, up. Yeah. Um like yeah, with that and then with with this the, the James Bond esque trailer trailer. Like it's it I I can't even begin to explain no. how excited I, I I saw the like a, a teaser clip from D twenty three. Oh, that's right. And yeah. I like lost my mind in that in that room seeing John Lasseter promote that and Brad Bird being up on stage yeah. doing his Edna voice because it's amazing. Oh, because he's Edna, yeah. No, it is, it is going to be great. Cannot wait. Yeah. Um, How are we doing on time? Oh, like we're almost at an hour. Fuck, for, forget are. the mini part of this. <sighs> God um, damn it. It's fine. So I think just uh, real quick, honorable mentions for other movies coming out next year that I'm excited about. Um, a Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. Looks really good. Tomb Raider. I'm just kind of curious about it. Yeah. I, I I love both those video games. I'm just curious about it. it's probably not gonna get. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Um. I I mean I want a good superhero film. Oh, I do too. Sorry, not superhero video game. Video, film. Yeah. I know what you meant. Uh, Super Troopers Two which probably yeah. won't be great, but uh, the trailer came out today. Ocean's Eight. Yes. I think of of the list I'm looking at here coming out next year, that might be the one I'm most excited about. This non superhero. Mm-hmm. Looks really damn fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I have nothing to say. It looks so good. Yeah. Um, I am intrigued by Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. I hated the first Mamma Mia, but I love the music. I'm interesting of- that you put that one on your list and not the one that I've written down. Which, okay. it, it might be, the, it might be, is that, you finish your list. Okay, I mean, I'm skipping a lot of them, but okay. also I'm going to give Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again credit for having the greatest sequel title yes. ever. Just absolutely, even if it's terrible, which it will be. Um, and then Mary Poppins too. I'm also excited about. Okay, you did skip the one I knew you were going to skip. Which one? 
Uh, well, the the two that I'm most excited for, Wrecker Ralph 2, obviously. I had that on the list, but I didn't talk about it. Um, again, I saw like a little teaser clip at D23, and that's it. I'm sure that scene is going to stay in the movie. That scene is just like, as a big Disney nerd, I felt a little offended by the scene. Is because, it the bar with all the princesses? Uh, it's the changing room, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, it, it's like they make fun of Disney fans so much in that in that scene. Which also gets me so excited. I love when they make fun of, like, me. You're, yeah. You're literally wearing a black baseball cap with Mickey ears on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took off my Mickey sweater because it was a little hot in here. Uh, and then the one that, that I'm... Uh, it, it, it's probably my top, f- outside of superhero films, maybe top three most excited for next year, uh-huh. is Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, I did notice that. Mm-hmm. I didn't write it down... Um, I uh, I worry that it's going to be a bit of a mess because they just replaced Brian Singer. Now, they replaced him with Dexter Fletcher, who I actually haven't seen any of his films, but I've heard he's a pretty damn good director. I think, did he do Sing Street? I have no idea. I he's just, an actor, actually. Um, okay. Did you see the, the clip that went viral of, uh, what's his, the actor, I already forgot his name, uh, singing. Rami Malek. Thank you. I didn't see that, actually. I think it, I tried to see it, and I think it got pulled down before oh, I okay. watch it. Um, look, I'm hopeful. Like I, I, The photos that I've seen look great. He looks the part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm a little worried that it's going to be a bit of a mess. I've also heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that it's not going to address at all the fact that Freddie Mercury died of AIDS. Why would it? That's not an important thing. It's not. Yeah, it's not at all an important thing. So like, I, I, I it's probably going to be fun. I worry a little bit that it's going to miss some of the important aspects of him. Yes, Dexter Fletcher is taking over. He also did. Oh no, he did Sunshine on Leith and then Eddie the Eagle, which I didn't see by her. Oh, that was. Okay. I heard that was really fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Sunshine on Leith is a musical. That's what I was thinking of. I think it's the Pretenders musical. Okay, I haven't seen. But no, I'm. I am also excited for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's where we're going to end that's it. it. Yeah, here we, we were shooting for half hour. <laughs> we nailed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, let us know what you guys are excited about or what you thought of movies of this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Cameron likes to say. Uh, if, if you want to contact us. <laughs> no, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, if, if you, you want... <laughs> Email us and tell us what we what we got wrong. Yes, there we go. We are, are famous for for consistently providing incorrect information and not responding. Which I'm yep. Trying to get better at. I always say that. Um, but yes, we are at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. Uh, I am personally at Lordifer on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Cam Dexter underscore Adventures. Oh, and also, I've mentioned this once before, but I keep getting random Facebook requests from people in like other countries. I have no idea who you are. This may have made nothing to do with the podcast. If for whatever reason you do listen to the podcast, you've tried to add me as a friend on Facebook and I've deleted the request, try again and like send me a message that says <laughs> that that's how you know about it. Otherwise, I'm just going to ignore it because I don't know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I do want to plug very quickly. <laughs> oh, uh, very quickly, I do want to plug uh, our, our nerdy cohort, uh, Trevor. Trevor Reese. Yes. Uh, has fulfilled my dream. Uh, and he recently put out a short on Nick, 
on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a three minute short. You can find it on Facebook, and it's, it's called the Cupcakery of Doom. The Cupcakery of Doom. Uh, yeah. Everyone, go check it out because it's amazing. It's it's really really charming. It's really delightful. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure we'll we'll post the links everywhere. We shared it on Facebook already. Yeah, I shared it on Facebook and Twitter. It'll um, I'll put it in with. With this, I'll, I'll probably have also put it in um, with Star Wars. We mentioned it at the end of that, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's really delightful. So go check it out, because Trevor's amazing, and we're, we're super happy for him. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to us ramble on about yeah, uh, really nothing this time. Right. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year, depending on when this episode comes out. No fucking idea. Yep. Right. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com.